The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. All that inheritance you're going to get, you'll get by faith. But he says, contend with them. Why? Because every piece of inheritance you get back, you will have to fight for it. You have to fight for your healing. Come on, you're going to have to fight to, amen. But guess what? Faith always wins. Glory to God, faith always wins. Fight the good fight of what? Faith. Lay hold of eternal life. Hello, I'm Bill Winston, and welcome to another program. The program that you're watching is called The Believer's Walk of Faith, where we walk by faith and not by sight. Well, we're continuing on this powerful series called Possessing the Land. Now, specifically today, we're focusing in on believing in the blessing. Now, if you're born again as a believer, you have the blessing of Abraham on your life. Now, this blessing is an empowerment that God gives us for success everywhere we go. Now, once this blessing is on your life, it attaches to you. I mean, it sticks to you and it brings you success, supernatural favor, supernatural fruitfulness. Everywhere you go, everywhere you're sent, you're going to see that it protects you. It'll promote you. I'm talking about in the most hostile environments. They don't even like you, but you get promoted. Why? Because this blessing is just that powerful. It will change your whole life. Here's what he says in Deuteronomy chapter 7 and verse 14. Thou shall be blessed above all people. Glory to God. Now, you don't want to miss today's teaching. Get your Bibles and pencils and papers ready. Get ready to take some good notes now because I'm going to talk about some Hebrew in this thing. Praise the Lord. It's called possessing the land. Adam had something on him called the blessing. And the blessing turned around the other way. And if you want to know how powerful the blessing is, look at the curse. Came from Adam. That whole thing just turned around. You notice back in the day there, there was no redemption. Jesus hadn't come yet. But now Jesus came. Put it up there, Galatians chapter uh, 3 and verse 13. Now Jesus came. Watch, watch what it says here. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, curse is everyone that what? Hangeth on a tree. Why? So that the what? Blessing of Abraham might come of the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. All that inheritance you're going to get, you'll get by faith. But he says, contend with them. Why? Because every piece of inheritance you get back, you'll have to fight for it. You'll have to fight for your healing. Come on, you're going to have to fight to, amen. But guess what? Faith always wins. Glory to God. Faith always wins. Fight the good fight of what? Faith. Lay hold of eternal life. So, now that God, here's his, his earth, now he's got to get his earth back, got to get man back in here and going to get his own son back in here. But he's leading up to this. So first, Noah. So Noah, the flood came, wiped out everything. Only Noah and his family were preserved. And look what happened there. 
uh, Genesis chapter 9, verse 1, and he said, And God blessed Noah and his sons and said to be what? Fruitful. And what else? Multiply. And what else? Replenish it. The same thing he said to Adam. Why? Because it's the same blessing on his life. Ah, Lord. So now, what happened? He and his sons, somehow they forfeited the blessing. You know, Noah got drunk, whatever else. And so now God is coming in to find another one. Look at Genesis chapter 12, praise God. And look what he said in Genesis chapter 12 and verse 1. Now the Lord had said unto Abram, well, I like that had said. Say had said. Had said mean that he'd been talking to him for a while. How many of you know sometimes God talks to us for a while? Amen. <laughs> he said, get thee out of that country. Some of y'all been in, in church here and you got here after God talked to you for a while. Amen. Amen. Some of you been talked to for 20 years. Go, go over to Bill Winston's church. You need to go over there. <laughs> All right. So watch this. Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house into a land that I will show you. I like what Pastor Cash Luna said when he came here and preached last time. He said this. He said, in this country, your resources have become your stumbling block. He said, in Guatemala, we don't have these resources. But see here, if you don't have enough money, just go down and borrow some. Well, there are nations, they can't do that. Where I just came from, some of those people there, the lady came and dived at my feet there. When that thing went off inside of her, why? Because she couldn't do anything. She didn't have any other resources, but when I gave her a way out. <laughs> Glory to God. So what's happened? So now he said, get thee out of that country from thy kindred from thy father's house into a land that I will show you. And I will make of thee a great nation. A great nation. You realize over half the people in the world call Abraham father. Sure. Church calls him father. Father Abraham. The Jews call him father. Watch this. And the Muslims call him father. He said, get thee out of thy country and I will make a great nation and I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing. So the word blessing or the word blessing is from the Hebrew word baraka. Baraka. I spell it B-A-R-A-K-A-H. The accent is on the K-H. Uh, you know, God adds this H. Abraham, Sarah, he adds this H to link it to him. So he, he said here that uh, uh, I, uh, you shall be a Baraka. But the Baraka comes from the root word in the Hebrew, Barak. Just like you hear the president's name or or some other name that you've studied in the Hebrew, Barak. Now, what does it mean to bless? And to bless means to endue with power for success and for prosperity 
In other words, it's an empowerment that you get. And this empowerment that you get is something that God puts on you for success. In other words, anywhere that you would go, you'll be successful. In fact, you'll be more successful than anybody else there. Boy, isn't this some good stuff? If I jump fast forward and look at Deuteronomy chapter 7 and verse 14, he's talking about what position you would have among the other people that are around you. He said, thou shalt be blessed above what? All people. It means that whoever's the richest man in that city, I'm coming after you. Hello, whoever's the most prominent person, I'm coming in with the blessing. So it makes no difference. It's going to raise you up to a place of prominence. He's going to make your name great. And because I understand the blessing, I came to this city with $200, but I had the blessing attached to my life. Say amen to that. And this blessing is no respecter of persons. And if it ever attaches to you, you can't wash it off. If it ever attaches to you, no witchcraft can separate you from it. <laughs> so this blessing is going to be produced for you. Supernatural financial provision, supernatural favor, supernatural promotion, supernatural prominence, supernatural fruitfulness, supernatural, uh, supernatural, supernatural, supernatural longevity, supernatural fruitfulness, supernatural business savvy. All of those, we got to work through those. But we got to make sure you understand this blessing because you can have something on you and it never worked for you because you've never had the faith to embrace it. And I'm going to tell you, if you're saved, you are blessed. One more time, if you are saved... You are blessed. That blessing will take you out of debt in one week. Oh, come on now. This, this, is this the right crowd I'm talking to? So, as we go on down here, in 2 Corinthians, in chapter 5, verse 17, all right, he said, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. So whatever was in your life before, once you get born again, the blessing comes on your life. And when the blessing comes on your life, it changes everything in your life. I said, when the blessing comes on your life, it changes everything in your life. Now, you have just qualified because you've been blessed. You have just qualified for the best of God. I said, not second best, the best of God. 
And so remember now, you, when you get born again, you, your spirit becomes new. It inside of you becomes new, the, the real you. The spirit of you is the real you because you can live without your body, but your body can't live without you. If, when your spirit leaves this body, when Jesus comes or you reach 120, whatever, and, and your spirit leaves this body, what's going to happen to the body? It falls, see, and the body, body goes back to the dirt because that was the composition of it. So it goes back to the dirt, but you still live. See, you, you can live without your body, but your body can't live without you. So when you get born again, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 23 says, and the very God of peace sanctify you, how? Holy. And I pray God your whole what? Spirit, come on, soul and body be what? Preserve blameless under the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now you can't do that without the blessing because the blessing is the same thing God used to create all of this. Then he passed a blessing on to a man, put it on him. And it's, you, can, you can believe so much in the blessing until it becomes tangible. Meaning that when you walk by people, they'll say, whoa, whoa. They'll feel, I'm, I'm telling you folks, that I remember Charles and Francis Hunter when they were working as evangelists and they had time where they'd preach and then they'd do, have miracles and the Lord would do miracles. I remember she would have people coming up and you'd come up there and stand in that line and, and Francis Hunter would walk past and boy, you, you'd almost fall back you'd, because that, 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 that tangible anointing will be out there in that thing. I'm telling you, they're going to know when you come around. You get born again, any man that's in Christ is a what? New creature. And Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, what is written, curses everyone hanging on the tree. Now we see that Paul prayed that your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved what? Blameless when? Until the coming of the Lord. Look what it says in Ezekiel chapter 36, if you will. And look what he says here. Thus saith the Lord God, in the day that I shall have cleansed you from all your iniquities, I'll also cause you to dwell in the cities and the waste shall be builded. Say the waste shall be builded. And the desolate land shall be tilled where it lay desolate in the sight of all that passed by. Watch this. And they shall say, this land that was desolate has become what? Like the garden of Eden. And the waste and desolate and ruined cities are become fenced and inhabited. Glory to God. Then the heathen that are left round about you shall know that I, the Lord, build ruined places and I plant that that was desolate and I, the Lord, have spoken it. Come on, and I'm going to do it. Say amen to that. So I'm going to do it. Now, what is he saying here? Turn to Isaiah 51. And Isaiah 51, starting at verse 1. And let's just look at that. Now, I'm going a little bit further than I did with the other group because you are grown folk. You can take it. You can handle it. 
Look what he says here. Hearken to me, ye that follow after righteousness, ye that seek the Lord, look unto the rock which you are hewn, and to the hole from which the pit which you are digged. He said, Look unto Abraham your who? Father, and to Sarah that what? Bear you, for I called him what? Alone. And what did I do with it? Bless him and did what? Increase him. Keep going, please. And the Lord shall comfort Zion. Zion symbolizing the church. He will comfort all her waste places and he will make her wilderness like what? Eden and her desert like what? The garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness shall be found therein. And the thanksgiving and the voice of what? Melody. What is he saying here? God is saying that I'm going to take the waste places in your life and I'm going to turn those waste places around that they're going to look like the Garden of Eden. Now, it doesn't make any difference what you got because the same blessing that created all of this can recreate parts in your life. Say amen. So I'm here to tell you now that God says your spirit, soul, and body. So you got born again. Thank God you got born again because you believed on Jesus Christ. You believed that he died for your sin and you received him as your Lord and Savior. Once you did that, boom, a miracle took place. You're born again inside. But look at I look at Exodus chapter 3 and verse 19. This is when the children of Israel are about to leave uh, the, the uh, Egypt and come out of bondage out of slavery going into the Canaan land. And notice what happened. God spoke to Moses, said, I'm sure that the king of Egypt will not let you go, not by a mighty hand. So I'm going to stretch out my hand and smite Egypt with all my wonders, which I will do in the midst thereof. And after that, he will let you go. So you see why he had to kill all of those people. Why? Because the genes and the DNA from the giants were still residing in them. And that if he didn't wipe them all out, then the race of giants will only start again and wipe everything out. But today, he doesn't need to wipe everybody out. He just saves everybody. And once he saves everybody, now God can get down to the genetic level. Come on now. And no longer do you have to say, hey, this travels in my family. What family? You are the family of Almighty God. And what travels in your family is the genes of Jesus. Glory to God. Whatever flows in him, when you take communion, you are acknowledging it flows in me. Say amen. The blood of Jesus. Now, how can you make sure that he can get down to that DNA level? All you have to do is look at Jacob's life in Jacob in Genesis chapter 30 and how Laban, his uncle, he was working for him, but Laban was deceiving him out of his wages and he had tricked him 10 times. And then Jacob, then because he had that blessing, we'll explain that in a minute, that blessing was on his life. All of a sudden he embraced that blessing. He stopped trying to trust in the system to get him over. And he said, ho, I'm going to God. Look what it says in Psalm chapter 62 and verse 5. In Psalm chapter 62 and verse 5, it tells you who to trust in. My soul wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from him. And once you do that, faith demands that God not only be your source, but he be your 
source. And once you do that, the blessing kicks in. So what happened? The blessing kicked in and gave him a business strategy of how he could do business with this trickster and still come out on top. And so what he did is he moved, the, he said to Jacob, Jacob said, well, I'm, I'm about to go now. He said, uh, he said, I'm still going to work for you. He said, well, let me tell you, what salary do you want me to give you? Here's what Jacob said. Don't even give me any salary. I don't need any anything from you. If you would just do this for me, if everything that comes out everything that comes out striped, speckled, and spotted will be mine. Everything that comes out plain will be yours. Well, Laban said, I got this fool now. I'm telling you, I'm going I'm to deal with him. See, he thought he was foolish, but the foolish things of God are wiser than the things of men. You see, when I'm preaching this to you, I'm setting you up to hear a different frequency because you need to hear a frequency because I'm going to tell you how you're going to get out of debt in one week. And when I tell you, I'm talking about school loan. I'm talking about car note. I'm talking about mortgage. And when I tell you that, you're going to see, see your frequency is going to shift and you're going to be able to hear God like you never heard him before. Glory to God, y'all got me preaching. So what happens next is, is here is Jacob and these animals, what happened? The Bible says that all of a sudden, all the animals started reproducing spotted, speckled, and striped. See, Laban thought they couldn't hardly produce like that. He's not going to get but one or two sheep or goat, whatever. Uh-uh. God can go down to the DNA. Come on, somebody. Down to your genetic. goodbye cause you ain't gonna have it no more this is the last time this is the last month you're gonna be sick I said this is the last month you're gonna deal with what you've been dealing with because the God that you serve if you hold on to that blessing with God all things are my goodness This is the word of God. This is what Jesus preached that as he preached it, they pushed on him so until he had to get back in the ship. This is what the lady tried to tackle me on. Because it was good news to her. She's back there in them, them swamp back there in them huts and there was no hope. But once you get the blessing, it'll not only bring you out of the hut, it'll, it'll bring a mansion where the hut was. So we're talking about what you do is you, you share it with others. You, you are blessed to be a what? Blessing. You are barak to be a baraka. Glory to God. It's nothing like having more than enough. You don't even need to just believe. I, I hope I can cancel this debt. Praise God. Hey, why don't you get a million dollars just pay the thing off? And then live 
Fisher Church. Now, what am I saying? I'm saying that some people are not excited about this because you are so depressed. You've been depressed long enough, and you're only depressed because you're self-centered. What you need to do is get Jesus in the center, and you won't be depressed anymore. Now, from now on, I bind that depression spirit that's operating in your life in Jesus' name, and I release the anointing of joy. Now, where am I? Genesis 30, here's, here's the result. Here's the result of Jacob's blessing. Genesis 31 and 1. Look at it. And he heard the words of Laban's son saying, Jacob has taken away all that was our father's. See, if they try to cheat you, they're going to get something taken away. Do y'all hear what I'm talking about here? Look at Genesis chapter 32 and verse 10. This is the condition of Jacob. Just watch it now. He said, I'm not worthy of the least of all these mercies and of all the truth which thou hast shown unto thy servant. For with my staff, I passed over this Jordan and now I'm become two bands is another translation. I left home with a walking stick, but now I've become two armies. I left Minneapolis with $200. Come on, come on, somebody. All you have to do Look at Abraham's life and look at when Sarah died. He went to the king and asked the king for a piece of land. The king said, hey, you don't need to pay me for it. He said, no, no, no. How much does it cost? He said, well, it's worth 400 shekels or whatever. He said, but no, we'll give it to you. He said, no, uh -uh. let me break you off. <laughs> Count him out 400 shekels. You know why? Because with the blessing, you don't have to cheat nobody. That's all I got for today. Give the Lord a praise. We'll start there next time. Hey! The blessing of Abraham came on every believer through Jesus Christ. Believing in the blessing is key to manifesting God's best in your life. With the blessing comes success, prosperity, health, protection, and so much more. Don't miss out on all the promises of God that rightfully belong to you. Go in and possess the land.
To order your copy of this life-changing message on CD or MP3, on DVD or MP4, contact us online at BillWinston.org. You can also call us at 1-800-711-9327. Oftentimes as believers, we don't realize that it is God's will for us to go in and possess all the promises that He has given us. It is the enemy's will to keep us out of the promised land and in a place of delay disbelief, contentment, and disobedience. Submit to God's will. Go in and possess the land. Get your copy of this dynamic series today. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers.